Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. You're listening to the Come On Red Men podcast. To my right is Neil, to his right is Tom, whoop, whoop. and to his right is your third chair. That's me, Nick. Thanks for tuning in. Um, so we're we're looking ahead to what's to come. Um, that'll be on the 16th of September after the international break. We've got a lot of games to take a look at, but first we're going to do something we haven't done yet this season because, frankly, it's a bit early, but we're going to do table talk. Everyone's favorite segment table talk hey, it's all that matters at the end of the season <laughs> yeah exactly so as it stands now after our uh our little international break um let's take a look at the top four first a lot of usual suspects here with one glaring exception now west ham have been up there the last couple of years early on uh, they weren't last year actually two years ago they were mm-hmm. but um, there's always there's always somebody who uh who's kind of up there early early doors you know and then we call that Chelsea, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Our Spurs, which they're second at the moment, which is surprising, but a bit surprising. Yeah, Son scoring that hat trick that week ago or whatever it is from this recording. So, so yeah, I don't think it is the usual suspects. I mean, okay, let's start at number one. Yeah. Man City, our first played four, one four. The are we, are we really surprised? No. no. Um, we were hopeful that they'd drop some points against Newcastle, but they didn't. So, so look, City top. But after that, um, I didn't right, right now expect Tottenham, Liverpool, West Ham. Um, I did expect Arsenal, United, Newcastle, Chelsea, and um, and none of those are really to be seen. I guess guess Arsenal in fifth. But uh, but yeah, I am a little surprised at the early early running. I think Liverpool. If there is a surprise there, it's that they were able to put everything together the way they did. I'll say a little differently season. to me. Given the disruption that we had. Right. Um, we had no midfield for the first game. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and we still got a draw. We Chelsea. got a draw, so I'm. Um, but so yeah, I, I am surprised to see us there. Um, I am really pleased with that star. I'm I'm not surprised. You know, from the first considering you have them was, at seventh to finish. I know. I, I know. was I was very I had really high hopes for this team this year, and so far they're living up to it. And they they've gotten better every week. I think the play on the field has gotten better every week. You should see our run at Christmas. It's terrible, dude. You don't want to see that. <laughs> I'll have a look at it later. <laughs> um, yes, uh, we have got better every week. Um, all seriousness, Nick. I think we've got a complete team. We still lack a little bit of depth here and there, but for the most part... Which is why f- I'm a little worried for later in the season. Which is fair. Um, I think our midfield depth actually came along kind of nicely. Um, I We think brought in some nice young talent that's really shining. Absolutely. I know still early days. That are really shining coming through. Zaboslai definitely has a place in my heart to, after last weekend. Um, McAllister, I, he does put a foot in where he gets a red card every now and again. But um, I, I have no complaints about them. No real no, complaints. And they're proven talent. That's that's the other thing is I think after the transfer window last year, we bought a lot of youth, a lot of unproven but potential stars. For mm. this year, we really went and got guys that we knew we could rely on early on. They had a proven track record playing for good teams. We knew what we were getting more this year, um, which is good because we knew what we needed. It's kind of odd you saying that after we didn't get Lavia, didn't get Casado, um, didn't get um French guy, I've forgotten his name. There's a whole bunch of people we were linked with that 
we ended up with Endo, who's probably our ninth choice, and uh, <laughs> Gravenberch was probably our seventh choice. Well, he's been linked to Liverpool. For he a has been linked. Long I agree. Um, until he went to Real last year. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Henderson, squad player, coming on. You know, maybe every seven uh, last ten minutes, fifteen minutes, whatever else. We brought in who for him? The boss lie. No, yeah. or McAllister. Um, Milner is out. We bring in Endo. Mm-hmm. Um, Fabinho so like for like that. <laughs> basically, old and slow. <laughs> but uh, we also have Keita and Ox. a placeholder, uh, if you yeah, will. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, Keita and Ox, who were never on the pitch anyway. Yeah. So we we got the I same think amount it's an upgrade. in. Same amount, I, yeah. I think if you take youth, the upside potential, um, and you weight that, mm-hmm. then I think. It probably is an upgrade over our starting midfield, actually. Yeah, and I include yeah. Tiago in that conversation. Absolutely. Well, he's been a ghost so far this season, and he hasn't been missed outside of the one week where we just flat oh, out we had just no struggled midfield. to put yeah struggled to put a midfield <laughs> right. and had to play. Gakpo, right. It would have so. been nice to have him then, yeah. but it all worked out. And uh, another promising thing there is uh, Kate Gordon's only 23, and he's missed the last 18 months. But he started for the other. Well, sorry, he came on as a sub after 18 months out. Um, pelvic growth issues um, has limited his time, but he's a really good talent that's uh, coming through the under twenty ones, and uh, you know that's more depth. So we'll see potential if need mm-hmm. be. Yep, yep. I think I said on last week's episode that I don't expect Gravenberch to be an immediate starting eleven player, but the fact that he is there and is developing with the squad and to whatever level it ends up being, once we know, you know. So would you say Liverpool third right now? You're surprised at? You're pleasantly surprised and you're happy about? What, what's your take on Liverpool being in third? I would say that going in with probably a lot more optimism than you guys had, I think being in third right now absolutely does exceed my expectations, but not by much. So there, there's, I mean, a, there's a bit of surprise. So you, you, want, you expected either three wins in four, including Newcastle and Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah, Damn. I would I, I I would have expected there to be a loss in there, probably one of the stupid losses. Mm. Like, well, if it was a loss, we'd have had less points. Well, I mean, if we beat Chelsea and then drew with New- you know how it goes. Yeah. There's a lot of ways it could have shaken out, but um, I would have expected us to beat Chelsea, especially seeing how they've been playing more recently. Um, but that didn't play out the way it did. Instead, it was just the same old shit of <laughs> Liverpool trying with Chelsea. Except there were goals this time, which was nice. <laughs> For a change, yeah. Um, West Ham had been playing really well, sitting at fourth. I don't know. Hold on. I want to answer that question. Liverpool is sitting in third. Someone had told me at the beginning of the season, Liverpool will fill the gaps, sit in third, two points behind City, have drawn against Chelsea, won against Newcastle, and dominated in their last game. Dominated midfield, no less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have said, fuck off. <laughs> All right? <laughs> and I would have said, yeah, we'll sit in seventh. But where we are, we deserve it. Uh, we're going to show more promise, and I think we'll get better. Mm-hmm. And I hope, and here is me going with my heart rather than my head, I hope we're fighting for first and second come Christmas. Right? Because that'll show how far we've come. I think we will be too. I know I you guys. No, I have nothing but optimism based on what I've seen this year. I have nothing but optimism. I, 
I just have this nagging voice that tells me it's all going to go wrong, that uh, we're going to get injuries or something. I know, I know. I, I'm a pessimist. We, we it know happens this. to us every year. But um, but yeah, I uh, uh, at the moment absolutely delighted um, with ten points through four games. Absolutely delighted, and um, and I'm super optimistic. The midfield we've got, the youth mm-hmm. that they are. Um, I say we've got some other players on the fringes who I think are good both up and comers and things so honestly I'm I've gone from being really despondent to being so optimistic and that scares the crap out of me (laughs) well here's the other thing that can kind of fuel your optimism a little bit Um, it's not like we're eking out narrow victories that's what I mean they're playing I know we just played Villa and we we pretty much thrashed them yeah Yeah. we control the game yeah you know, I, I was we, never worried that they were going to come back. No, we beat, we beat a, uh, I won't call it a bogey team in Bournemouth that we thrashed them last year, but sometimes we can be down against um, teams that, we should beat. And, that's exactly and what weren't. I was saying. Like, and that so, would have been our loss. If I expected a loss, yeah. I'd be like, no, we're going to beat Chelsea and Newcastle and Villa, but we're somehow going to. They were just so different. The Chelsea game with, um, with, with hardly any players available, the yeah. Newcastle game where, you know, it's at St James's Park. It's going to be tough. It just everything. Ten men. Ten men. It's just honestly the way we've overcome adversity. Crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. Um, Arsenal. They're going well, to be just, they think Arsenal you're a just, Liverpool supporter. Yeah, it's scratch that. You're crazy. a Barrow no. supporter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barrow. No, he's a Newcastle. Barrow were fourth in League Two, buddy. So, Do they uh, win against Wrexham the other day? Uh, Finishes a draw. Oh. Um, okay, not a that's, result. that's not bad. Um, Arsenal in fifth. Are they unhappy about ten points? I don't think Arsenal. Are I mean, they're in fifth on goal differential, but at the same time, they've got the same level of wins. Let's yeah, let's so, make sure we point that. Yeah. Out. So the two points behind City are Arsenal yes. disappointed with that. I don't think Arsenal no, disappointed. No, by absolutely that not. No, and Arsenal are playing really good football too. I don't think they're as good as they were last year, but I don't know if that's just early season jitters well, or signing Kai Havertz will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody, not even Barrow would be. Oh, okay, I take it back. Kai Havertz, if you're listening, sign for Barrow. <laughs> you have more chance of being humped by a camel. <laughs> oh, <God>. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on because usually he's the one that would be doing the humping anyway. You know he's from Barrow, right? <laughs> I think if there was ever a team that I'm rooting for outside of Liverpool just because they're on at different times or something, it's Brighton. They're a really exciting team to watch. We thought Brighton they'd... and Hove Albion. Let's call them by the proper name. I said Brighton. I know I misspoke. No, no, it's Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah, I just yeah. No, it's... What did I? What did I call? Sorry, them? could you do that in proper English? Brighton Hove Albion. <laughs> That's the worst I'm... American accent I've ever. That seen. wasn't American. That wasn't it was American accent. Oh. <laughs> And and Brighton is not in Yorkshire, by the way. Just to point that out, they're the very opposite ends yes. of the country. Gotcha. Perfect. And he is not from Yorkshire either. Close enough. <laughs> you're you're not from Yorkshire. Next door, Brighton and you Hove mean Albion, Lancashire. I think I called them Brighton, Hove, and Albion. I think. Yes, that's right. You yeah, misspoke. I misspoke. Um, no, but Brighton are. I think a lot of people, myself included, expected them to. They were they were kind of darlings last year. Are they going to fly around and drop shit into people like they're a mascot? It seems like they have been. I think so. <laughs> they're very much living up Trying to Trying to steal your chips on the seasons. <laughs> Let's go gulls. <laughs> that was American. So uh, yeah. So um. <laughs> yeah. So getting a little bit more aggressive with our birds here. Um, <laughs> Crystal Palace, uh, the Eagles. Uh, War Eagle. Oh, um, sorry, surprise Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Dirty Birds? Ah, oh, wrong Eagles. <laughs> Very surprised at seeing them where they are right now. They've got talented players, but losing um, Zaha was going to be a hole. They managed to hang on to Elise. So, um, Again, the Ewing effect, as we talked about last yeah, episode. Maybe. Give Wolves good thrashing. A darn good thrashing. 3-2. <laughs> Have they a good thrashing? Well, they dominated the game. Yeah, there was a little bit more luck to Wolves, oddly enough. Well, Neil and I were talking before we started recording, and I, and I was saying, you know... I always forget that Palace has a lot of talented players on them. They're always that team that's like perennially 11th place. You kind of just forget they exist because they, they're just not, they're not the team that you look at. And, and an up-and-coming oh, manager too. What's that? An up-and-coming manager too. Who's their manager now? You're talking about the oldest man in football? <laughs> oldest man ever to manage a top Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson. Right. Yeah. He's back at Crystal Palace this <laughs> yeah. season. Yeah, I don't know. He's doing something right, though, at least for now. Why Why fire him? You know? uh, well, I mean, he might fire himself by, you know, just no longer existing. Um, <laughs> Ouch, dude. He's he's going to die soon. Oh. He's going to. He's very, very old. He's like Walt Disney. So I hope, just put I him hope he rests in cryogen. He's got 20 Tonight, years left. I mean. Oh, my God. Oh no, my I God. hope he has a restful <laughs> night's sleep. What? Roy, oh, you wish you to die tonight. One no, second, one no, second, one I, second. I, I What's your thoughts on David Attenborough? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Wow. Um, <laughs> Dark. This is where it starts to get a little boring because we've got Forest and Villa. It doesn't get boring 10. at all. Well, this is where I would expect them to be. Oh, yeah. No, I, was, I thought you meant the bottom of the table. It's not boring no, at all. No, no. That's where it gets really exciting. <laughs> but United and Chelsea sharing 11th and 12th uh, place, United respectively. Shit. United I mentioned that last week. Chelsea that was the name of our... Last episode. <laughs> Does do you guys know any uh, anyone named Chelsea that isn't unbearable to be around? <laughs> I have a cousin called Chelsea, named after the football club. A Is real... she nice? Yeah. Okay. There you go. One. We have official count but, of okay, one. I've never known someone named Chelsea unless I'm forgetting someone that was Chelsea Clinton. I mean, she's nice looking. It's a pretty gal. <laughs> That's about all I got. What is it, 1950? <laughs> sure. Pretty sure. gal. I'm being respectful, but I'm, you know, I'm making an observation respectfully. Well, there you go. Put you in your place, sir. <laughs> yeah, fella. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you put on American accents to be American. <laughs> so, yeah, um, United and Chelsea aren't going to be down there. They're going to be... Um, well, United won't be. Fighting for seventh? I think Chelsea, <laughs> oh, gonna Chelsea are going to be somewhere in the mid-table. Fulham lost... Mal- Mal- um, Mitrovic, Mitrovic, Lossovic. yeah, Lossovic. Is that who you're Wait, thinking so of? Mitrovic ended up well, going that's old to school the Saudis. Politics. Saudis. They got Mitro- I thought he, there was some other weird thing with him. I didn't realize he went to the Saudis. But and there's your boys, Neil. What happened there? They played your real favorite club. They've played the City and they played Spurs. Jody. To be honest, and and they um, played Liverpool and Liverpool. So um. Was it Spurs they played? No, the third game. I'm not sure it was, but they've had a they've had a tough start. They're not, they're going to be up fighting for the title at the end of the year. They're going to be fighting for the title. Top four. I mean, along with quite frankly the way it looks right now, Liverpool, Arsenal, City, and um, and I think Newcastle. Think will be Newcastle. There. I don't know if you're losing all your games to the top four, then you're probably uh, not going to be in the I top get it. four. And they've they've got a struggling record there, but no, they'll be. Um, they lost to Brighton. Come on. Oh, so Brighton, just. I just think they've had a tough start to the season. A tough start of um, set of games to start they, the season. They've got so they've got Brentford this yeah, week. I think Brentford will also show them a game. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I don't remember what I have down for Tough my predictions. Stop. But if this is how they're playing here, they've got AC Milan opening game of the Champions League. I know. Yeah, that's that going to be a rough group go. Of death. The, group of death. <laughs> Interesting as well, the Saudis, I think, would, I think will make a mistake if they get rid of Howe. Um, much as I thought Brighton made a mistake getting rid of Potter, and I was wrong. But... Um, but yeah, you can imagine if they lose against Brentford and then they lose. Well, it Brighton they... didn't get rid of Potter. Potter left to go to Chelsea, and oh, Chelsea right. got rid that's of right. him. That's right. Yeah. So he kind of bet on himself and and gambled yeah. wrong. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it sucks because I'm sure Deserby's great in Brighton, yeah, he is. but Potter was too. Yeah. There's something in the water over there. Where is Brighton in terms South of South Coast? Seaside. Next, next near next Bournemouth. To, oh, so it's they can't. They're Bournemouth. palm tree adjacent. South Coast, I mean. He's from the north. Everything like south of London is the south other. coast. We'll look it up later, Tom. Um, <laughs> on the south coast, directly south of London. Okay. All right. So they've got good water down there. The English Channel with all its floating turds? Sure. Sure. And hey, um, it's working for him. I'll, I fucking eat it's turds. Not even stone. <laughs> it, it's not even sand. It's a stony beach. It's oh. horrible. Oh. You can't have a nice pavilion. Which one? Hover Albion. Well, that's Hove actually Brighton. It's actually Brighton. Hove is down the road. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hove is like about three miles Let's or get back to table talk. How and about Wolves? And that's geography, everybody. Wolves, Wolves, Wolves is an important one for us to... to near Birmingham. Right. Part of Birmingham. Beside Aston say. Villa. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, near Birmingham City, owned by Tom Brady. Oh. Who are looking like they may the be Americans promotion. are invading. And American like, sport is already they, mentioned in this they, episode. They... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Birmingham City are in the championship and they're looking for they're in the promotion slots right now so uh, okay, all right maybe we're getting another uh, Birmingham team joining Villa and Wolves in the uh, Premier League next year interesting hopefully with my hometown Lancashire team but well, Wolves what's are Birmingham's nickname the, uh, the Peaky the, the Blinders Logan's got two balls balancing on top of each other Bluebirds or something no. the Peaky the Blinders I don't know. Uh, the I don't Peaky know. Blinders probably the Bluebirds, Bluebirds which is also Barrow's nickname so we're going to take a closer look at Wolves in a few minutes because that's who Liverpool are playing next. Um, but I, I think I said this on the last episode, and I know I've said it to you guys off mic. Uh, I think Wolves are going to end up staying up this year despite being my early season prediction favorites to go down both last year and this year. Um, but I have a funny feeling they're going to end up staying. They're going to float on the pile of shit that sits in the bottom five tables, <laughs> five spots of the table here. And who else is in the bottom of the five? So we've got Bournemouth, Sheffield, Everton, Luton, and at the very bottom is Burnley, which I think no one saw coming. Burnley, th- there were there were a well, lot of people. Beginning of the season, I said the three teams that came up were going back down. You did, yeah. I'm talking the general, yeah, the general people because they felt really difficult about saying it because I thought Burnley were better than Everton. Table is not lying. Uh, is They're just lying called the Blues. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, um, so yeah, I thought Burnley were better than Everton, but I, st- I had them to go down. But I said it was going to be a tight competition with Wolves down there as well. But all the regular suspects to me are down there. Yeah, yeah, including you can throw Wolves in there too. Yeah, is there anyone um, up t- higher that you would Palace. have expected to be down there? Palace. Just I thought I Fulham would be a little higher where they are. I thought they'd be up near ninth. I think if they had Mitrovic still, they they might. I know there's two points. Forest, I guess. Forest, you could put down there as well. Yeah, Forest have put together mm-hmm. quite a squad though. Where did they finish last year? Does anyone remember? Well, they just made. They just escaped last yeah. year. Yeah, right. Okay. But um, they there's I've mentioned it so many times, but they signed 22 players and Steve Cooper. They stuck. They stuck with Steve Cooper. He's figured it out, and um, you know they started winning at the end of the year and. This year, they've got some quality additions to their team. Awoni, the guy who used to play for Liverpool, is at Forest, and uh, he's scoring. 
Um, two wins, two losses for them. Yeah. I, the, the, kind of I'm what ha- I would have expected. Yeah. I'm. We talked about it last year, Tom, but I'm happy to see Forrest back. I'd like them to cement their uh, their place in the... Um, in the Is that why you're league. scratching off that Liverpool badge again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about Forrest, but I have a soft spot for them too. We've talked about that in last year's have you show. Watched, have you watched the Damned United yet? No, not yet. I can't uh, find it on, on any of the stupid streamers. I'll find it for you. All right. Um, Villa being down as far as they are in 10 surprises me. I was expecting them to already be up at the top there, so... That's a bit strange. Well, they got beat by Newcastle, got beat by us. Yeah, so I mean, so. they're they're, but those are games they on yeah. paper they probably could have easily won too. So, I don't think we expected Liverpool to play as well. Like at no, the we start didn't. of this season, Aston Villa versus Liverpool, I'm worried about that match. Yeah, I'm going. I, uh, I don't know. It's going to be a draw. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was as close. Well, to a at the beginning of the season when we had no blood midfielders. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, they're going to walk right through us. But anyway, so Burnley at the very bottom, I think, with how they won the championship last year and the expectations of Vincent Company and all that, I think people would have expected them to be higher, at least the way there was talk. I mean, you had them beating City in week one. Yeah, I hadn't beaten City. I just thought it was, a, you know, every Wishful now again, thinking? Yeah, well, yeah, and every now and again you have to pick a shocker it's a bit like yeah. palace beating city nobody really expected that but they did twice. was it what did we figure it out it was two years ago that palace beat and drew against city city didn't get a point from yeah that's what i mean that's why i mean yeah i picked the rogue result uh for the hell of it and uh yeah i was that can be unfortunately fun. wrong that can be fun you do it a lot though yeah we'll see where we all stand at the end of the season okay. so burnley have forest next and then they have united away um with that being said, they they got two goals against Tottenham, who were strong. Mm. So they did show that they could go forward. But are are they were they just the better of a bad? Right, the best of the worst. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I don't know. So you tell me they've got a couple of bottom of the table clashes coming up. <laughs> <laughs> United and Forest, bottom half. I guess Forest was the top half of the table. Barely, barely. But it's they are better funny than United. You have to explain the joke, then. <laughs> uh, Bournemouth. I mean, they could easily end up in the bottom there. Sheffield, Everton, Luton. I can't remember what I said, and you'll probably go. You're changing your people again, but I said Everton. Well, I'm saying Everton, Wolves, and. Probably Luton will be the ones to go down. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I, I can't argue with that at the moment. I think Wolves would beat Burnley, and I think Wolves would beat Sheffield, and I think Wolves would beat I'd Luton. like the Blades to stay up. They're going to be my underdog. Yeah, you, you didn't you? you I'm jumping that. off the Luton town. Oh. <laughs> that was absolutely, you were, you were Luton's going to shock everybody. Like, he was he was talking for his mate. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Sorry, Justin, that's I'm fair. jumping off that boat. <laughs> so before we move on to the next segment, uh, what, are our, what are our takeaways from the table thus far four games into the season? What do we think? Uh, Any Everton is shit. Yeah. Man um, United are shit. City are nailed on to win it. No. Disagree. Not yet. yet. Played 4-1-4. Difficult to argue. Yeah, but they haven't played Liverpool yet. The new and approved Liverpool. That's right. um, Slightly improved. (laughs) So uh, to me, to me, to me, the very top of the table. Looks shiny at least. The top of the table is 
um, shaping up as expected. The bottom's shaping as expected, and there's a big mix in the middle. That's my take. Right now, West Ham is the shocker for me, but they have James Ward-Prowse, so they're destined for victory. Tom, any thoughts? Oh, and go Brighton. Good for those dudes. Good for Brighton. Yeah, after the success of last year, it's nice to see them going up. They're not just a yo-yo team. Yeah. Um, I'm a little surprised where United are, to be fair. I am too. Not really surprised about Chelsea. Would like to see Fulham a little higher because they were doing pretty well last year. But Chelsea are kind of picking up where they left off last year. They, they finished yeah. 11th, I think, right? As for the bottom, I'd like to see Sheffield just, like survive a little bit better. But, oh yeah, Brentford, forgot about those. They've been kind of surprising. They're, they're they had the, a good couple of results at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. And they've been a good team for a couple of seasons. One, one draw, three. I feel like they're going to be what like West Ham and Brighton were a couple of years ago, where they're always going to be floating in that upper mid-table, but it's going to take something else to yeah. get them into the next echelon. Money. That's what you're yes. thinking of. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> Any other thoughts on Table Talk? Going once, going twice. We'll be back soon. Uh, Welcome back, listener. We're taking a look ahead to Liverpool's match against Wolves, and we are away to Wolves. What is their uh, stadium called? Does anyone know? Molyneux. Molyneux. Okay. Actually, I think I knew that too. But whatever. Um, a lot to be said about Wolves, but not a whole lot to chew on with it. Just not a lot of positives. I mean, they turned their manager over recently. You know, he fell out with their ownership. They're in financial dire straits. Sold basically everyone. Neves and Nunes were the two. <laughs> Neves and That's Nunes was their, uh, were, the, were the two guys they let go, uh, got rid of. You know, Traore left as well. Um They've yeah, been, they've had they've had a, a terribly rough patch, but they're trying to balance the books, and yeah, they're struggling. Well, as a result of all that, they have had zero consistency in either lineup or tactical formation, um, which I noticed they've used a different tactical tactical formation through their first four games. One of them being a very bizarre four four one one, which I have to assume in real time because I didn't watch it worked out to a four four two. But I don't know what the. What, it could also work out to be a four two, uh, two one. Uh, sorry, four two three right. one. Yeah, it it depends. Uh, that that's like an old school FIFA ninety eight kind of. Uh, that's tactic. what I was thinking. I'm like, what, where is this? What, what, just do it normal, wolves. But they've also done. They've just done a lot of weird things so far this season. I'm not confident that Gary O'Neill has a plan but I'm also not saying that's his fault that he doesn't have a plan because they've been in such disarray as you spoke about Neil they've got a lot of outgoing transfers not a lot of guys coming in and the guys that are coming in aren't exactly decorated world class but this is Wolves they don't bring in world class they bring in championship kind of mid-table Premier League Diego Jota's different story. Like they do develop players, like young talent, but they're like Nun- like uh, like uh, Mathis Nunez. Yeah, right. He's gone to City. Is right. that where he ended up? Yeah, fifty-four yeah. million. Fifty-four wow. million. Do it's you good price did, tag. exactly my point? Uh, and Wolves need the money to balance the books. Hmm. 
Right. I, I don't understand they, what's happened there, what, but they're in real financial dire straits, more so than Everton. And, well, that would have been my next question. <clears throat> they probably would have won more money if they had flip-flopped between the Championship and the Premier League for a while. Uh, yeah, maybe. It's possible, but right now they're, they're the, one of the biggest question marks in the Premier League table uh, as to what is going on here. And I don't know anything about their financial situation. I'll be honest with you. I can't be arsed to go and dig into the history of Wolves. Um, Storied club. Very, you know, in the same. I mean, recent history yeah, okay. with all this going on. Oh, no, you were going back to. 50s. Yeah. Oh. 50s, you know, Wolves and Blackpool and people were, were the big, they were the big name clubs. Interesting. Back when he was 17. <laughs> 17 past 70, maybe. <laughs> He's on about 117, but either way. So some of their their stats leaders right now on the team that I guess would be the players we want to look out for as Liverpool supporters is Pedro Neto. Is it Neto or Nito? Neto, I believe. Neto. Neto. Uh, he leads them in assists and shots on target. And then their goal leader right now is Huang He Chen, who I, I'm honestly, I don't know that I've ever heard of either of these players. Um, Again, I don't watch a lot of Wolves football, so I'm ignorant to it all. But the shirts are off-putting for me. Yeah, you know, I don't like their shirts. A bit like United shirt against Arsenal. I thought I was watching Newcastle at one point. Do they have a black and white striped shirt now? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, they're they're. It's horrible. It's Uh like it's like I was buying a Newcastle shirt off like a dodgy side off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's what it looks like. Yes, gross. Off of Wish. <laughs> One of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Um, Someone printed a home. <laughs> <laughs> so this is definitely a team that's just throwing everything they have at a wall and seeing what sticks right now, um, which means they are exactly the kind of team I would expect Liverpool to lose to if it was this time last year. Yeah, I mentioned in the last episode about a Tuesday night in Stoke, and um, and that's it. that's a little bit like I understand we're not playing on Tuesday and then it's not Stoke, but... Um, Wolves are a bit of a banana skid, not just making fun of their yellow shirts, but they're a bit of a banana skid team, I think. We we could it's one of those we just had this great performance against Villa. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're we're up there, we've got more points than I said we'd have at this point in the in so the they're, league. You're and, saying they're a bogey team. I'm saying they could be. There's one of those teams that you have to be focused. Look, we should breeze this game. Yeah. We should just put out the, put, our best squad, come. take the game over, put in two or three, put out the, the B squad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Give the Carabao Cup guys something to warm up on. Bingo. I Five tend to, I tend to agree. Um I hope we don't rest and rotate players, uh, because it is only wolves. And I'd like to see probably the same starting lineup for me. We'll get to those in a second, because I wanna get that chemistry and keep building on the momentum. I don't want to let it drop by by changing it up too much. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I still put our best starting eleven on the pitch, and then, like Tom said, like I, I don't, I want to see those guys, that same squad that that beat the piss out of Aston Villa, then go do this to Wolves, and then give them rest once the damage has already been done. Yeah, I like that as a plan, and I like to think that's what Klopp will do. We've seen him do it in the past. Um, so by the seventieth minute, we might have 
Of course, know. next week after three of the starters go down with injuries in a in a three 0 victory, we'll be going. Why did he leave them in? Why did he do this? And what was he thinking? Why did he even put them on the pitch in the first yeah, place? They're supposed no to be in bubble wrap. There was no need to risk them against Wolves. <laughs> His hamstring was really an injury. <laughs> he knew it beforehand. <laughs> And we rushed him back uh, out there. Where's the medical staff? What go. have the Romans ever done for <laughs> us? <laughs> A little preview of next week's episode. <laughs> um, again, I submit that I don't think they're going to be battling relegation as heavily because I think there are at least three teams that are way worse than them. But that is not to say that I think Wolves are a true challenge for Liverpool if Liverpool keep playing the way that they have been all season. Agreed. So then let's talk about our uh, what our predicted lineups are for this particular match. I mean, it becomes a little boring um, from me, doesn't it? Because uh, I say we put the same 11 out. Obviously, um, VVD's back, so from his suspension. Is he back? Well, no. we don't know if he's... Unlikely. So if he is back, if he doesn't... <clears throat> excuse me. If he doesn't get the extra suspension, then I think he takes the place of... Matip. Matip. Um, Kamate should be back if he's out. Yeah, I think. But I think we're going Matip and um, Gomez. If VVD's out, um, sorry, VVD and Gomez. If VVD is back, I wouldn't start Kamate. I'd start Gomez. I liked what I saw, and 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 yeah, it's just a case of Kamate's being injured, so. That's also, I, and, and I said it on last week's episode too. I said, you know, until he gives me a reason to not put him in, I think he's earned the trust to give him a fair shake. And somebody, somebody told me that um, um, Kanate hasn't played more than 23 games in a season or something. So, um, yeah, I think so. he's going to be a, he's not even old by any stretch of the mind and he's already suffering a lot of injury issues. I mean, the guy's built like a brick shit house. Yep. And he's lean as a skin mm-hmm. chicken. So, I mean, we're talking about a guy that probably doesn't have a lot of room for flaws. So those are the guys that end up injured the most. So, yeah, so I end up playing, um, if VVD is fit, he comes in for Matip. Gomez keeps his spot regardless of Kanate. Um, and obviously if Kanate, if Kanate is fit but um, Verge isn't back, then i probably put Kanate over Matip because even though I just said what I said about the injury, I still prefer him to Matip. Yes. So you've named every defender. Don't worry about it. No, I think hey, I'm I know. I'm just get off my seat on this fence. I mean, if you want me to talk about why Kwanzaa isn't starting, I can I can put that in there Man. too if you want. But, uh, <laughs> You're all right. But, but yeah. So other than that, you know, Robertson at left back. We'll see what the extent of Trent's injury is. Um, you know, oh, right. So I'm assuming that he's going to be back at playing. So Trent, and then you know, midfield of Subosh Lai, um, McAllister. And um, Jones, mm-hmm. I I need to see something about Graven Birch in training because I probably would go with Graven Birch, but but Jones for now, and then uh, Diaz, Salah, and Nunez up front. Diaz, Salah, Nunez. Nick, what you got? I mean, it's almost identical. I think I have the same thoughts on uh, if I don't think Birch is going to be back. If he's back, then he's in. Um, I probably still Captain Trent though. Um, Ooh, controversial. I don't know that it I mean, really you know that is. won't happen because yeah. he's nominated as captain. So right, saying. exactly. No, I know. Um, that's more me speaking praise to Trent as a captain rather than Verge not being good enough for it. But 
Uh, I would say that if Verge isn't back, I would have Kanate and Gomez starting. If Kanate is truly back, he's due back by yeah. this game. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but Gomez, he he's very slowly starting to make a believer out of me. Uh, the slip did not worry me. It was more just him being aware on the pitch. Um, then Ch- I had... Cheradesk. No. no. <laughs> Absolutely Jinx, not. Jinx, you can't say nothing until I say your name. Oh, this is going to be a really fun podcast. I get to punch you now. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, depending on who's available, I would say Trent, Kanate, VVD, and Rabo, or switch out VVD and Kanate with Kanate and Gomez or Verge and Gomez. I don't know. Whoever's available. No, he's named every uh, defender. <laughs> I have, yeah. Come on, get, tell us what it's going to be. Kanate and Matip. Oh, God. Anyway, I also have Zobo, McAllister, and Jones in midfield <laughs> with Salah, Darwin, and Diaz up front. That's going to be loud. Allison and goal. No eating chips on Mike. You cannot <laughs> eat on the fucking microphone, Neil. Uh, what do you got, Tom? So, back four, Trent, Kanate, Verge if he's back, but Matip over Gomez, Robbo. Jones, Zabo, Maka. Yes, I'm going with that. Salah, Darwin, and Diaz. Okay. So, we've got basically... Exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we're all going to start. We, we talked about it, all going to start our strongest. Nobody's voting for Robbo getting a rest. He's just been on international duty this week. Scotland. Um, Robbo's the kind of guy he doesn't need rest. You don't want to rotate him and put Samikas out. because I mean, I don't know if Samikas has played for Greece, but... Why are you asking me this question? Why didn't you do that to your team? <laughs> yeah, you're usually the guy that does that. You put all your wonky lines. Because nobody out. did it, so I'm now doing it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean... Um, You're playing devil's advocate as well. I well, can see Simi going out there. So, I'm just saying that we're, we're, we're kind of talking like it's a two-week break that we've got before the next game, but it's not. Most of our players are playing uh, midweek. I mean, sorry, are playing one or two games mm-hmm. in this break. So, is Verge playing for the Netherlands then? Uh, if he's suspended? Yes, I believe he is. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Gakko. It's not an international suspension. Yeah. Okay. It's a just Premier League. Like, he would be able to play in the Champions League. Okay. Or the Europa, sorry. My so, yeah, I mean, makes sense. Just I mean, how about we're saying Champions League? Oh, don't remind us. So, England are playing Scotland, I think, aren't they? Or some, somebody's I don't do internationals. Um, yeah, um, it's not England, Scotland. Somebody else is playing Scotland. Some, one of the other Liverpool teams, mates. Japan. I'll remember it in a second. Hold on. Um, but, yeah. So we um, do have a lot of international players that will likely be playing for that. So, yeah, I guess that is kind of a good And then you play Wolves. I say we all said we didn't want Klopp to rotate, but will he? He might. I think it really depends on how international week goes too. I think it's about who shows up training. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's fit. Maybe he might see something that he didn't see because there is too many big ego- egos on the training field. Mm. Interesting. Are you alluding to something specific there? No, no, no. I'm just okay. saying. You know, when the big boys are away. Yeah. Uh, it brings the youngsters in. They can shine a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, all right. Let's do a score prediction. We'll start with you, Tom. What are you thinking? Ooh. I did say five. I'm going to stick with that. It's not going to be five, though. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> I'd love it to be. Five. Zero. Okay. To the Liverpool. Very good. I have three zero. I have four zero. All right. <laughs> so that's it's gonna it. be a 1-0 draw. <laughs> oh, no. Or 1-0 <laughs> win. Sorry. What the that fuck? would be the weirdest draw ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and we'll look at the rest of the league. 
welcome back, listener. Let's look ahead to match week five. Um, there are some really quality games to line up here. However, Fulham and Luton are not one of them. So, Neil, wh who do you have winning that game? I have Fulham 2, Luton 0. Tom? I have Fulham 2, Luton 1. I have Fulham 1, Luton 0. Another one that's uh, probably not worth watching, but uh, Spurs and Sheffield, Neil. 1-1. Uh, Ooh. Wow. Why? Um, Archer is uh, great, and um, Sheffield United, bit of stability, and Spurs become Spursy. Okay. I think it's too early in the season for Spurs Spursying. I've got a 3-1 win for Spurs. I have 3-0 win for Spurs. Although I do think Archer's cool. So. West Ham against Manchester City. Tom, why don't you go? I have a 1-2 win for Man City. It's a West really? Ham. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I hope you're right. I think at home, West Ham will show like some presence and whatever else and try to defend as much as they can. Um, try to take out Holland Will there be bubbles? Bit. There's always fucking bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's what I'm going with. Okay, Neil, who you got? Shock victory for West Ham, 2-1. <laughs> Two goals from James Ward-Prowse. I, I have not picked a City win uh, until last week, I should have picked one. You're gonna win. be you're gonna be right at some point. <laughs> <laughs> My league table is gonna have him relegated when we had when we put these scores together <laughs> at the end of the season. I have City winning three one. I'm much more realistic, you guys. I'm 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 putting scores down with hope in mind as opposed to actual thought. That's so you don't and have to walk alone. You got that's hope why you're last. That's in why the I'm league. last. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> How about uh, United and Brighton? I think this is going to be a really good game, too, for whatever it's worth. Uh, I have United losing, of course. So um, uh, United 1, Brighton 2. I have a 1-1 one, one draw. I also have United 1, Brighton 2. <laughs> There's me walking with hope in my heart. <laughs> and there you are, right next to me. I know. Love it. Shocking. How about Aston Villa and Palace? Villa 1, Palace 0. Okay. Uh, Villa 2, Palace 2. Ooh, I have Villa 2, Palace nil. And I, this, I'm calling this one probably game of the week is Newcastle and Brentford. <laughs> you go. 1-0, Newcastle. Nick? Game, game of the week, my ass. 2-2 two, two draw. No, I think it's going to be a good game. I have 2-0, sure. Newcastle. Okay. Here's your game of the week. <laughs> oh, God. Bournemouth and Chelsea. Go on. That's uh, a 2-0 win for Chelsea. It is a 3-1 win for Chelsea. I have a 1-0 win for Chelsea. So we all said how shit they are, and we've all got them winning. I mean, Bournemouth are w way shitty. Pretty yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. Put Chelsea against any of the teams that are already above them, and they lose, in my head. How about Everton and Arsenal? I have Everton nil, Arsenal 3. I have the same result. I also have the same result. We always have one every week that we all guess. Wrong. Usually. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the one we all get wrong. And then finally, cleaning up the uh, the weekend is Forrest and Burnley. I have one nil Forrest. Same as that. I have one one draw. So I'm, what is game of the week? Brighton Man United, I think, is the game of the week, personally. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And West Ham City to me after that, but you like Newcastle Brentford. Yeah, I I think in terms of like a competitive match. We didn't mention this before, but Brentford are not doing terrible given Mm-mm. the Tonys. Um, no, we, 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 so. we brought them up. They're they're yeah. kind of where they've been, where they're just they're kind of a top of the mid spoiler. You know, they'll mm-hmm. take points away from the really good teams. And Apparently, that's what you're thinking this week. You've got that 2-2 for Newcastle-Brentford. So yeah. yeah, I think I so. And more struggles for Newcastle. Um, I think their struggles are over, but you've got more struggles to come. I do, yeah. But you never saw them struggling in the first place. Did so. not. That's all. That's all. All right. Closing and thoughts. that's why he is 10 points clear. Yes, I know. And he keeps guessing results that he thinks are going to happen as opposed to like putting his heart on the line and 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 rooting for uh, for the teams he hates to, I know to I'm all that. head no heart exactly <laughs> then what then what's mine I also had Liverpool I'm the only one of the three sure, of us that had sure Liverpool luck. in fucking Champions League spots too <laughs> oh you don't think with your heart and there's Liverpool <laughs> third place just saying closing thoughts fellas Neil kick us off uh, I just want to see the bright start continue. Um, I want to see us uh, keep our foot down against uh, Wolves. Um, yeah, get a uh, three-goal first half and uh, and then a multitude of subs and uh, and hang on for a three-two. No, <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, multitude of subs and, uh, and just close the game out. But um, but yeah, so uh, looking just to kick on from here. I'm really encouraging start of the season. Just want to see it continuing. And uh, Shaboshley is fucking fire. Yeah, hell yeah. Go on, Neil or Tom. Um, on on that um, Ali on fire um, Darwin needs to score goals Zabo on fire so that's my closing thoughts those are good closing thoughts I agree with you pedal to the metal I hate that phrase yeah. but we want yeah. don't take your foot off the throat heavy metal football again that's, that's what right. we want yeah and I think we have the team to do it so on that yeah. note we'll chat to you next time